welcome to Chesapeake Montessori School. I'm so glad that you're here to join me. My name is Jenny Wyrick, and I'll be talking today about how we can support young children ages one through three during extended and unexpected time spent at home. What a surprise we've all had in the last week as our regular plans for our lives have been radically changed in such a sudden way. There are many things to consider as we adjust our schedules and routines and strive to ensure that we've thought of everything as we move into a different and unexpected phase of life. I'm going to be talking about three different aspects to consider. Managing time, managing activities, and managing emotions. Let's get started by talking about managing time. Young children thrive on routine. They can't establish them but they do seem to appreciate knowing when a routine is in place and being able to rely on it. This makes sense when you consider their perspective. They are so young and have such a brief amount of life experience. They are just starting to really understand the world. When things are different and change suddenly, they can feel like many of us now feel, like the rug is suddenly being pulled out from underneath them and they have to find their balance. It's uncomfortable. Keeping a regular routine is important for young children. It's likely that your home routine may need to change now based on a difference in timing and what is happening there. It will be helpful if you can establish something that will work well for you for the next couple weeks. Clock time is not of great importance for young children. They actually won't be able to understand it for years. You don't necessarily need to stick to the clock, but having the same events happen in the same order each day can be really useful. You might look at your personality and the personality of your child, as well as the external events that are impacting you now, and decide whether to have a more planned schedule or a looser schedule. If you decide that mealtimes and sleep preparation routines are important, but you're fine with the rest of the time being open-ended based on everyone's interest and the weather and other factors, then great. If you and your child feel more comfortable with a routine that consists of regular times for mealtimes, outdoor activity time, indoor activity time, maybe even which room for which part of the day, as well as sleep preparation schedules, then that's what you should do. I would encourage everyone to spend time outside each day and also to have a big, long, two-hour or more amount of time each morning for uninterrupted work time. When children are between one and three years of age, they are not very good at following directions. This is just part of this stage of their development. They can be cooperative with the adults around them, especially when they feel really connected and everything else is going well in the areas of sleep, movement, health, and others. But they cannot do what we tell them to do all the time, even if we give them choices. Often, they need us there to work alongside them. These young children can spend brief, short, or sometimes even longer periods of time in concentration and not needing the attention or presence of an adult but they are the ones who determine when they are going to work and when they want to engage with us in conversation. Saying to a one or two year old, it's time for you to go spend time by yourself now, is probably just not going to work. Nevertheless, the amount of time they can focus on an activity can grow and increase. It's a kind of muscle that improves its abilities by practice. This is where we can move on to the next topic of managing activities. It's likely that by now you've searched the internet for great ideas for activities to do with young children that promote great development. I won't list specific activities here, 
but I will give you some guidelines how to connect your child to the activity, how to take care of your items, and characteristics of activities that are best. Let's remember what our role is in the life of a young child. Each child is on their way to developing the best person that they can be. We are here to assist with that process. We cannot do it for them. It's up to the child to do all the hard work of growing and learning and developing. In order to do that, they have to be making decisions, experimenting, acting and moving, struggling a bit through difficulties until they find success and learning. We should not spend our time entertaining them. We should make sure we have some interesting items they can use, show them how to use them, and then take a little step back and let them go. When I give a lesson to a child, I want to find something that the child is interested in. Maybe they already looked at it and explored a little. In the classroom, maybe they were watching as I was showing someone else. In any case, when we start, we work together. We'll sit together at a little table or beside a placemat or hand towel, which we call a work rug, on the floor. I'll take a turn showing the child the first part with the expectation that the child is watching with hands on their knees, not touching yet. After I do the first part, I can invite the child to repeat that part. Maybe I twist the lid off the jar and then invite the child to twist the lid off. While I'm doing this, I make sure that I'm either moving or talking, but not doing both together. I want to give the child a very clear picture of how to find success doing the activity. After I do the first part, I can then show the next part while the child waits again and then invite the child to have a turn after that. After we've done the activity together a couple of times so that I can see that the child is headed in the right direction, I will continue sitting beside the child as they have more turns. At some point, if the child is really working with the activity, I can slip away for a couple minutes until they need me to take turns again to put the activity away. Speaking of storing items, it is easiest for a child if they can see the choices of activity as each is set in its place, maybe even on a tray, on a low shelf. Having a lot of activities together in a bin does not work well for young children. I know space can be limited though, so having all the items for an activity grouped together in a small box can work in a pinch. Great activities for a young child are those that let the child explore. An activity should be a little bit hard, but not too hard. If it's too easy for a child, they really just won't want to do it. Here's an example. If a child is able to use a simple puzzle with pieces that come out of the frame and can just speedily put them all back in the frame again, it's not useful for the child. Best to just put it away. On the other hand, if the puzzle is so hard that the child cannot get any of the pieces back in the frame, that is also not useful. If, instead, your child can put the pieces in after a bit of struggle, not too much, and some real effort that you can see as engaging your child's attention you have found the perfect moment and the perfect activity. When a child is interested in an activity, you will see that they want to use it every day for a while, sometimes even multiple times a day or for long periods of time. Then they just stop using it or start to damage it, maybe by throwing parts of it. These are their signals to us that they are done with it. It's best to just put this away when your child shows these signs, no matter how much you love the activity yourself. One of the best categories of toys for children are practical life activities. Those tasks they see us doing each day, such as brushing hair and teeth, getting dressed, using the bathroom, making food and other meal-related activities, 
folding laundry, sweeping the floor, cleaning windows, wiping tables, and more. This is all considered important work for a young child, and you can think of it as an important part of your child's schedule. This will help you let him linger on these activities. Another great category of activities is art, using a single type of tool at a time in an open-ended fashion. Rather than expect your child to create a mouse out of paper using scissors and glue, let your child explore with a crayon on paper, or cutting with scissors, or using a glue stick to fasten two small pieces of paper together. As long as you have some paper towels or cloths for cleaning up and a good table for your child to use for working, you should be all set. The next category of materials that are great for children include those that improve their motor skills and spatial relationships. You might have blocks, trains with tracks, shape sorters, balls, small containers for opening and closing, a lacing board, or others. These activities, where the child is the one doing the movement and making the noise rather than the toy itself, are really valuable for the child. Let's not forget the importance of outdoor activities. I realize that not being able to visit playgrounds at this time is complicated, but there are lots of other outdoor activities you can do. Maybe you have a riding toy your child can ride or push. If you have a watering can that your child may use to care for plants outside, they will usually be quite happy. Maybe you'd like to take some time to start a small garden or take a daily walk with your child on his or her feet, not in a stroller or being held, and explore some of the interesting things in nature that you can see, hear, feel, smell, or touch. Lastly, I don't want to underestimate the importance of language. Children of this age are learning so many new words and so much about how we speak. Sometimes they just want to be in conversation with us, not because they want to bother us or interrupt us, but because they absolutely need to interact with us in order to learn the language that their brains are ready and eager to learn now. Reading with your child each day is important. Singing songs together is also great for your child. And I find that music can really help us all when we're starting to feel stressed out. Let's move on to our last topic, managing emotions. Things are not easy for anyone right now. It's not easy for you, and it's not easy for your child either. This is okay. We are humans. Humans can be remarkably creative and resilient. This is a moment to let those skills shine. It's going to be easier for your family if you can find some ways to feel more flexible and yet also fundamentally steady yourself. I want to encourage you to find some ways to acknowledge the things that are going well in your life and think some thoughts of gratefulness about those. You can be happy and proud of the interactions that go well between you and your child. It's also okay to be upset and even to let your child see that and to see you help yourself feel calm. This can be a time to take things a step at a time and ask yourself to focus on the present and what is happening at each moment. Children do tend to feel the same emotions that we feel, so helping yourself to feel better first does help everyone. You may find that spending so much time with your child is a lot of work. It certainly is. It is also so delightful to get to see the new things that your child is doing and to have shared experiences together but your child will cry. There will be times when it will feel stressful. Your child will test some limits. These are all times for you to do that important work of naming your child's emotion. It might sound like, I hear you crying. It sounds like you're feeling sad. Would you like a hug? Or, 
I can tell that you are feeling frustrated. You wanted to go outside and instead it's time for a nap. Let's go together to your room and we can choose some books to read. These are also times when it can help to just take a moment to wonder what is happening for your child. If you can get a glimpse of their perspective, you might also find some ways to connect emotionally and end up in a situation where everyone feels better at the end. I know that the next bit of time is going to be challenging. I feel that we are all going to get to stretch some skills we have and learn some new ones too. I know that each and every one of you is going to be doing your best. None of us is perfect, but we are all really great. And we get the joy of spending time with young children who are working, learning, and growing so well. This is Jenny Weirich at Chesapeake Montessori School. Goodbye. Mm -hmm.